Okay, okay. Keep your shirt on. On this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pushback. I'm Dr. Johnny, coming to you again uh, this week with such a grateful heart as we enter into season four, uh, sharing uh, cultural truths and realities of the things that we are facing uh, together as Christians, as ambassadors of heaven here on this earth. And I have a good one for this podcast because it's right in my own backyard. Uh, this took place uh, in the Mall of America. If you haven't seen this video that has gone viral, I encourage you to check it out um, and watch it for yourself. I'll give you sort of a summary. Uh, this happened in Mall of America on January 7th, and it was a video that uh, has caused outrage, has gone viral, it has had millions of views, and, uh, and it took place uh, right here in Minnesota at the Mall of America. This is a, a video of a security officer demanding that a man take off his shirt. Now, this man had a shirt that said, Jesus saves on the front. And the Mall of America has responded now to a viral video of a man wearing a Jesus Saves t-shirt being confronted by security guards earlier this month. In the video, which has been viewed more than a million times and shared across multiple social media platforms, a man is seen, seen wearing a bright yellow shirt that says, Jesus Saves on the front. The back of the shirt says, Jesus is the only way with a strike through over a coexist image. A security guard speaking to the man is heard saying, you can take the shirt off or you can leave the mall. Those are your only options right now. Later in the two minute clip, the man asked, what is wrong with my t-shirt? And the man, the security guard answered, it is religious soliciting. There is no soliciting allowed on mall property, which is private property, the guard said. The security guard is also heard telling the man that people are offended. Here we go. Now we're really drilling down to the real issue. People are offended by this shirt and that if he takes it off, he can continue shopping. When these confrontations take place, there's kind of an aha moment, isn't there, usually? where something is going on that we really get to the heart of the issue. And right at the end, we finally hit it. Some people somewhere were offended. And he certainly wasn't breaking any laws. And he certainly wasn't soliciting. Soliciting, if your shirt is actually soliciting, then we shouldn't be able to wear Nike shirts or Amber Crombie and Fitch or a Viking shirt or anything that promotes something that we believe in or want to display that Jesus saves isn't soliciting. It's just a shirt. 
And I can guarantee you this, that if somebody had a shirt that said Buddha rocks, they wouldn't be having this conversation. It would not be seen as offensive. He wouldn't be required to take it off. So there's a strike through on the back of the shirt over a coexist image. Maybe you have seen these driving in your car. They're very common on bumper stickers. It says coexist with many different symbols across them, forming the word coexist. And it's an Islamic crescent moon for the letter C, a peace sign for the O, the Hindu Am symbol for the E, or alternatively, it's the male-female symbol, which is interesting because to me that proves that a humanistic woke stance is actually a religion. Catch that? A star of David for the X, a pentacle for the dot on the I. Pentacle? That's a Wicca or an occult symbol. A yin-yang symbol for the S, and a Christian cross for the T. So can't we? Can't we just coexist? Is that a reasonable request on this bumper sticker? Is it offensive to have it on the back of a shirt with a crossed out, a strike through, through it? Is that offensive? Well, we have to understand that we as Christians absolutely have to coexist with others here on this earth. We are fellow travelers on this planet, as it were. But here's the key. There are distinct and irrevocable differences. And we can coexist here on this earth, but not for long. Because we know that life is fleeting and is but a vapor. And then comes judgment. We're all going to face it. We're all going to have to face the one. It says in the Bible, and just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. It says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. So coexist is certainly a nice little symbol to put on a bumper sticker. But there's something deeper in the T, the cross of Christ, as the one, capital O, the one the only one. See, this man's heart in the Mall of America, who actually wasn't violent, he wasn't offensive in his words, he simply asked questions. His heart was to save. <laughs> the shirt says that Jesus saves. And if somebody was drowning or falling or required resuscitation, we would all want to save them. And that's the way we as Christians look at this world today is that it needs to be saved. And we know that it is, it is accomplished only one way, capital O. And if we don't tell them, if this man doesn't tell them, who's going to tell them? We are it. The motivation is compassion. We always need to be motivated by love and compassion in everything that we do. But my friends, we cannot confuse exclusivity with intolerance. 
Let me say that again. We can't confuse exclusivity with intolerance. What do I mean by that? Well, the Bible says that there is only one way to heaven and that there is an absolute truth. Now, that makes us, in our belief, very exclusive, doesn't it? And that's what drives everyone crazy. There was two main words in this news feed that I read to you. Number one was that people were offended. We knew that was coming. But the next word is the word only. On the back of his shirt, he has the word Jesus is the only way. That word only. Oh, that gets under the skin of people that just want to coexist. That word only. See, we see it that way. And again, it makes us stand out. It makes us separate ourselves. It makes us feel or look or interpreted as exclusive. And my friends, that's exactly right. There's no other way to drill down on this. See, there's not all these deities in heaven having a Zoom meeting together. (laughs) That is not possible. That's not happening. No one really believes that that Muhammad and Buddha and Jesus are hanging in a hot tub up in heaven discussing world matters. No, no one believes that. So somebody has to be right. Either it's all fairy tale or there is a God, a God, the one and only God. I would focus on, in my opinion, just taking a full step back and removing my own religious cloak or, or the way my worldview, the way that I see things. If I was looking for truth, I would focus on the one religion that seems exclusive because if it's not exclusive, then you don't believe that you have the truth. And my friends, that's what people are hungry for. We can be kind to one another, and in that realm, we can coexist. But make no mistake about it, the Bible doesn't afford room, wiggle room, for us to embrace other religions or the notion that there are many paths to God. The Bible doesn't afford that. And it makes sense. And and if you were objective and if you were looking for truth, if you were hungry for truth, you should actually cling to the one that actually seems exclusive, that uses words like only. See, the word offends people because it is exclusive and demonstrates absolute truth. See, society shudders at truth. The And when you really peel back the layers of the onion about what is happening and why that is the case, is it's because they don't want to be accountable for their sin. That's the bottom line. It's the bottom line denominator. 
of every discussion, whether it even be about evolution. What is the deal? Why do scientists cling to scientific truths and quote unquote facts that don't really even exist and actually go against the very scientific code that they propose? Why are they willing to actually look like fools in the scientific community and actually make statements like, well, you just need to have faith? Why does that happen? It's because there can't be a God because I cannot be accountable for my sin. It all boils down to accountability for sin. And my friends, that's why there is a push against Jesus saved shirts. That's why it's offensive. Not because Jesus was such a bad guy, but it's because he was exclusive. It's because he was the only way. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. He's the answer to everybody's questions because they're looking for a way. They're looking for the truth and they're looking for life. But then he makes this statement, which is hard for people to hear. No one comes to the Father except through me. Not Buddha, not Wicca, not Muhammad. They can't offer a pathway to heaven. 1 Timothy 2.5 For there is one God and one mediator between God and mankind, the man Christ Jesus. So there is one God that's offensive. There is one mediator, really, that's offensive. People see that when you use the word one or only. That's what is being pushed up against. That's why a Jesus saves shirt can cause such a response of offense. See, in Deuteronomy 6.4, you've heard this before, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Now, the word one is, does mean singular, but the word is echad, which actually means unique. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is unique. There is nobody like him. There's nobody above him. There's nobody beside him. There's nobody like him. He doesn't have an equal, equal and opposite strength. He is the one and only And this, my friends, is the truth. It's absolute truth. And so I can deliver a podcast. I don't have to waver. I don't have to say, well, we just need to say kumbaya and lock elbows. It doesn't mean that we need to be divisive. It doesn't mean that we need to be angry. It doesn't mean that we need to, to injure other people. That's not the goal. The goal is to expose the way, the truth, and the life, and to release it here on this earth. And this man, unbeknowingly, has gone viral. His Jesus Saves shirt has now gone all over the world. And there has been an outcry and a pushback, which I am so grateful for, because the Christian community sees that in our country, that's unacceptable to imply that he needs to remove his shirt to continue shopping. It's unacceptable. So do we coexist? Yes, with compassion, we coexist. But there was another man in another mall who wore a Jesus Saves shirt 
in the Bible, figuratively speaking. Paul went into Athens and he was confronted by the same issue, a humanistic worldview, an idolistic worldview where others looked other places. And and those were people were against the exclusivity of Jesus Christ. But it says, then Paul stood up and said, people of Athens, I see that in every way you are very religious. For as I walked around and looked carefully at your objects of worship, I even found an altar with this inscription to an unknown God. So you are ignorant of the very thing you worship. And this is what I'm going to proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations and they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from any one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Therefore, since we are God's offspring, we should not think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone, an image made by human design and skill. In the past, God overlooked such ignorance, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. For he has set a day when he will judge the world with justice by the man he has appointed. He has given proof of this to everyone by raising him from the dead. You see, my friends, the world today, the people who surround us are unhappy and yet have evidence and proof. See, Jesus said that he would be a stumbling block, that he would be an offense. You wear a Jesus saves shirt, you're going to offend somebody. Jesus predicted it. Jesus called it. And the video this week at Ball of America just proves what Jesus said. We have the exclusive answer. And of that, we should be joyous and proud. Not self-righteous or mean or shake our fist, but actually engage like Paul just engaged, understanding where people are at and releasing a, an un, a compromising view of who Jesus was, who the Father is, and their path to salvation and eternal life. There's an American irony that's taking place here in this story and in our society. See, America was founded on a Judeo-Christian backbone, and that formed a melting pot in inclusivity 
founded on religious freedom. Have, has it been done perfectly? No. Is there still healing that needs to be done? Yes. But the interesting irony is, is that as, as some look to dismantle that backbone, that Judeo-Christian backbone, we are actually becoming less free. This story is a perfect example of freedoms being stomped on in the name of tolerance. See, you take away the very thing that they are fighting to take away in the name of tolerance, and it actually results in less freedom. Doesn't that make sense, though? Because the heart of Jesus is freedom. It's exclusive. You have to connect with him. He is the only way. But you find freedom there in the heart and life of Jesus himself. An interesting little response to this is a flash mob is actually planned to take place at the Mall of America on February 4th. Attendees will wear Jesus Saves shirt, sing worship songs, and pray. My friends, that's called pushing back. That's not mean-spirited. That's about doubling down on what we believe and what is the truth. And I applaud it. If you're near the Mall of America on February 4th, find a Jesus Saves shirt. I heard those sales have been going up, by the way. And go and sing worship songs and pray in a public place, demonstrating the truth, demonstrating the only, demonstrating the one, the echad of God. We are the ones that demonstrate that over the face of the earth. What a great example of this podcast, of of where we sit today. We should be outraged by this story. We should respond And we should be prepared to have a plan to to inject ourselves, inject his story, just like Paul did, into a culture that's resistant, into a culture that refuses to see the truth. You can only combat untruth with truth. How's that for a big word of wisdom? It is my pleasure to come before you again this week and share my heart If you have questions, concerns about this story, something that you want to hear in season four that's been pressing on your heart or in your family, would you go to pushbackculture.org, pushbackculture.org and leave your question or comment for me there. I am on Facebook now and so you can connect uh, there as far as the current topics and the things that are being discussed. And uh, it is my pleasure to share all of this with you as we go together now to set and shape the culture.